Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So it's a cozy, gloomy, overcast day in Los Angeles, which are my favorite. Now, if you live in Oregon, it's just another day. But if you live in California, this is rare. This is the onion ring in the bottom of your fry bag. And if you're lucky, it will rain. Anyway, um, this gloomy weather makes me... It makes me horny. Sorry, a little TMI. Or it just makes me want to write and bury myself in um, the creative process. And so I was writing this morning. I'm working on my sixth book, You Dodged a Bullet. And as you know, writing can be therapeutic. Writing takes you back. Writing makes you reminisce. And I was writing about... um, previous relationships, what I've learned from them. And I got this question on TikTok and she asks, I'm not ready to have sex. Should I have sex with this guy? And it instantly brought me back. It's like the writing this morning was the primer, right? It was like the um, me positioning myself to get into my time machine. And then her asking me this question instantly snapped me back to um back when i was in my 20s uh experiencing young love um the first person that i really fell in love with and this was before i was a walking reaction this was when i was a walking erection and i remember i was just bouncing off the walls as far as like my hormones and she wasn't ready to have sex um she actually had never had sex um and i remember i couldn't hang meaning um you know we'd make out and then stop we'd make out and stop and i just wasn't strong enough you know and so i told her "I, i can't do this anymore and because i hung the relationship over her head she decided to um sleep with me and that was the beginning of the end i eventually ended up uh marrying her and it turned into uh a five-year marriage and then of course a divorce and then my rebirth but i was thinking about that time and who i was and of course if i had the power i would change things right Uh, But that's looking through the lens of a 48-year-old. Now, when I was in my 20s, I got to be honest, I didn't have the tools. You know, I didn't have the capacity. I didn't have the discipline. I mean, I was just bouncing off the walls. I was just exploring life and um, feelings were overwhelming. And there was lots of testosterone. (laughs) Um, I don't think... I don't think there was anything I could have done to change things. Uh, 
because I didn't have what it took, right? And I'm sharing this because I think a lot of us, we think back to our relationships. And by the way, just because your your breakup was years ago, or what I reframe as an expired relationship years ago, it doesn't mean that it doesn't um, still impact you, right? There's a lot of people who ended their relationship or marriage, you know, five, 10 years ago, and it still impacts them in some way. And I think to a certain extent, um, that's normal, right? We we don't forget, we have memories, we rem- reminisce. And also, things trigger us, bring, you know, remind us, uh, bring things back up. Uh, for example, today, just the, the clouds and gloomy weather has, uh, and also, of course, me writing about my past has brought things up for me. Um, and I think that's okay. What's not okay is living there, right? So if you find yourself living there, then there are things that are um, not processed or things that uh, are not closed. And I'm careful. I want to be careful about using the word closed because I don't think things are ever really like closed, right? It's not the shutting of a door. Um, relationships are this thing that is bigger than us that two people have contributed to and it takes a life of its own and like life you give birth to it it has um its own character arc and then it has a death you know it dies and so um grieving that relationship not only grieving that relationship but also grieving what that relationship could have been right um that's a lifelong process and you're gonna think about it and you're gonna flash back and you're gonna wonder and and all of that right and i think that that's part of life we don't just close a door and 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 it doesn't impact us anymore that's not realistic but if you're living there but if it starts to impact you in a way where you can't move forward where you're not present in your relationships and all that then there's more um healing to be done so i was thinking about uh my past and who i was and and um this is that time where you can really um, get down on yourself. And when I was going through my rebirth, I um, I did a lot of that. I did a lot of reflecting and, oh, I was such an idiot then. And I didn't have tools and I was reactive. And, you know, um, I did a lot of like assassinating my character, right? And now at 48, I, I've, I play that back and I'm kind of kind. I'm kinder to myself, you know. I don't see that I was a monster, although um, she she still has a lot of anger and resentment. <laughs> I have proof from an email many years ago that um, confirmed that she is still very angry. But uh, and I do feel responsible, and um, I I I I'm I'm very sad that I hurt her in that way because she's someone that I you know of course um, cared about. I mean, we, we, we care about all our exes, you know, um, maybe not now because things have changed and you may be angry and all that. And, 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 you know, you've gone through all this, but the people that we have shared a bed with the people that we have built something with at that time, I mean, they were our everything, right? So anyway, so I, looking back, um, I think what's different today is that um, I am able to be kinder to myself and, and see that uh, that was who I was then and this is who I am now. And of course, um, I feel bad about things, um, but I also know that I was just 
someone who was running and numbing and hiding and just trying to do the best he could right with what he had and um it's funny because we say that about our parents right like they did the best with what they had i think we should say that about ourselves when we think about our own mistakes or shortcomings or you know all the things that happened in the past that we still blame ourselves for um we did the best we could with what we had you know and i think that in that forgiveness in that self-compassion in that self-love there is an acceptance there's a letting go and there's a connection to yourself because at the end of the day self-betterment is really about the relationship with yourself and like any relationship it ebbs and flows and some days it's easy to love and like yourself and some days it's hard um but it's cumulative anyway if you're someone who is uh thinking about your actions from the past if you're someone who has been playing things back just a reminder to practice self-compassion just a reminder that um, you were a different person then and uh, you did the best with what you had that you're not a monster that you're human and some days it's hard to be human and some days it's easy thank you for listening be well Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support, and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.